Hey guys, what's up? It's LA. Welcome back to another episode of the LAX podcast. Today is a very special episode with my friend Josh Valance. He's a veteran of the hemophilia community, 57 years old. He's had over 19 surgeries and he's tried every single Factor 9 product on the market. There's going to be so much to learn from his story and his experience. So sit back and relax, guys. You're really going to enjoy this one. Good to see you, man. Thanks for, thanks for joining. I'm really excited. You caught me off guard when you uh, asked me to do this. I was I was very shocked and surprised. I mean, I was just thinking, you know, when I started this podcast, I started it because I wanted to help out the next generation of bleeders, you know, coming up. And I was just thinking about all the topics that I think would be valuable. And I think that your experience and your story is going to be really beneficial for the next generation to at least kind of understand where where things were. Well, I mean, you figure the younger generation now had so much easier than we did when we were younger. Um, I, mean, I remember when the first factor came out in 1964, Proplex. Yeah. My family was so against it because it was like, oh, it's a new product. You know, no, I don't know. So for years, even though it was still available, I was taking fresh frozen plasma. You know, going to a hospital. And whether I had a bleed or not, being admitted for, you know, a day or two just to get the plasma through me. Yeah. And having the nurses saying, like, how do you want your orange juice? Do you want it frozen or do you want a slush? Yeah. You know, they have the, the board on the hand. And uh-huh. you're sitting there and they push it through and you're like, oh, it hurts because it's so cold. Warm. Really? Oh, Holy yeah. cow. You would sit there and feel it. And then they come up and give you some, you know, a shot of Benadryl because you yeah. have had reactions to it. Yeah. So let's get a little background. Let's get a little bit of of a background um, from kind of where it started. So when were you diagnosed and were you the only one in your family? I was diagnosed at birth. Um, I have an older brother who's a hemophiliac. My brother Paul was in Quebec. Then I also have an uncle that my mother's brother who was a hemophiliac and an epileptic. And of course, he had it worse back then when he was growing up because of... um, you know, the, the time frame. Yeah. I mean, he is in his 60s now and completely non-ambulatory. Um, he, a few years ago, fell and broke his hip, and he's not one like us to do infusion. Yeah. You know, he's you know he's got no veins whatsoever. Yeah. And he would be like, just let it go. Wow. But, I mean, growing up with it, he was kind of difficult because you know having a family from the old from that came from russia that this is all new to them yeah i mean hemophilia ran really rampant in my family from my grand on my mother's side of the family what was the education on hemophilia back then was there much very little very little i mean they just they just knew factor eight factor nine um you know they you know if you had inhibitors back then I had when I was when I was a kid, and I was stuck taking factor eight products. So I was really playing the gambit there. It's like, okay, you know, no testing, nothing. Wow, wow, crazy. Um, you know, then when the factor came out, and my family just, you know, we decided to do it. It was a learning curve, mm-hmm. you know, because you still had to go to the hospital. You didn't know. You know, we did it ourselves. They, you know, back then you have to go to the hospital and have them, you know, have them do it for you because, you know, they're the professionals. We're not. Yeah. Talk about that process. Like how, how long did you have to spend in the hospital and how often were you finding yourself going there? Um, I was in and out of the hospital many times because, you know, back then it was like, okay, as I said, you know, not doing the factor, having to get fresh frozen plasma was like, you know, you go to the clinic you know, at the, uh, when I lived in Toronto in Canada, my grandparents, you know, it was like, okay, you know, you know, let, let's, let's do this first. Let's, let's get the plasma, let's get you set up with the idea and you get the plasma. You know, we're going to keep you, we're going to keep you in a day or two, making sure things okay. Wow. Yeah. Longer. It depended. It really depended on the situation. How bad yeah. Was. Yeah. Man. So a day or two in the hospital, that's, that's a long time. Uh, I mean, it had its advantages because, I mean, my family was, you know, living in Canada, it was right there. I mean, you hop on a, tr- on a, on a, on a bus, get to the subway, bam, and it drops you right off, of, you know, on yeah. your hospital. Yeah. Wow. 
you know, it was much easier when we when, when I moved back to Philadelphia mm. you know, Tom, at, at the Cardeza Foundation. The only kicker with that was there was no home delivery back then, so you had to go pick up the, the factor. You had to go to Central Supply, pick up your factor, get your supplies, and you had to go through, you know, past the moor, past this area. And it's like, you know, it's like, really? Yeah. You, anyway, you know, <laughs> it was interesting going to the clinic because it was like, you no. Know, when I would go, they'd always ask, so what do we do to, what, what happened to us this week? Yeah. I would, they would look at me and it's like, well, nothing usual, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, was, you know uh, what kind of mystery did you get into? Nothing, nothing major. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was going to try ski jumping. Or like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try acupuncture. Yeah. And so back, th- so back then, like the, one of the big differences was that you only went when you had a bleed, correct? You didn't, you didn't go, you didn't go proactively to like prevent bleeds from happening like we do today. Not really, because the only, you know, back then when we went to the clinics, it was mainly, you know, go to the clinic, get your prescription for Factor, pain medicine, supplies. Or now you pick up a phone and it's like, you know, what do you need? Were they giving you pain meds back then? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I was, you know, taking the gambit of them because it was, I mean, I'll be, I mean, I'll admit back in the day, it was like factor pain meds. No, let me do pain meds instead. I didn't want to do factor. It was, yeah. it was an inconvenience. It was a pain in the neck. Yeah. And I hated it. Yeah. You know, I cursed God. It was like, you know, you gave it, you gave this to me. I'm not sticking on, I'm not doing this now. Yeah. But I, I, over the years, came to an understanding. Okay, this is what's kept me alive. And then when I see the generation now doing the things, you know, seeing guys like you, you know, getting tattooed back then was a no-no. Yeah. What you were doing, bodybuilding, was a no-no. It's like, oh, no, no. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, you know, you know, a, good, a famous hemo told me once himself. Get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah. You know, it was our choice. And now we have it within our means and our grasp to do things that we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I did the sports back then, but I didn't really care. Yeah. What, 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 when you, when you were getting factor, what was the process like with, you know, like were, were there any resources for how much the medication costs? Was it just through your insurance at that time? How was healthcare during that time frame? Well, living in Canada, you had what's called OHIP or Ontario Hospitalization Plan. Um, living there, the OHIP covered the fact, covered covered the medication back, you know, back in Toronto. Same thing with Philly. I mean, in Philly, I was able to get funding and grants because. You know, we had their, they had their programs back then where if you need to back, oh, they gave it to you. Okay. You know, you didn't have insurance, not like now. You know, but I will say this. I just read an article regarding the new factor eight back, uh, product, Hemo Libra. Yeah. Okay. You, know, you know it's banned in Quebec? It is banned in Quebec right now? Yes. But here's the, here's, here's, here's the caveat. If you already have it, but and you don't have inhibitors, your grandfather did. But if you need it and have inhibitors, oh well. Really? Wow. Yeah. I wonder what caused them. I wonder what caused them to ban it in in Quebec. Did you read anything about that? that what, what they were reading, the issues you were having here in the states. Mm-hmm. With it, with uh, you know, hemo is getting sick and. You know, getting sick and uh, the issues we're having. Um, I mean, I've heard pros and cons about it. I'm glad I'm not an age having to do team link or sticking myself and then still doing my job. Yeah. You know, yeah. I hear in our community about these advancements, these advancements that they're making. And my personal opinion is if it's not broken, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, you know, I don't foresee a cure in this future. Yeah. Maybe yours or the others. Yeah. Guys like Alex and 
Jesus and all those younger generations yeah. back then. Um, I don't see one in my lifetime. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I know, I know, gene therapy is getting a lot popular right now. I know there's a lot of guys on the trials, and I've heard some success stories so far. So it seems like it's a promising um, technology for the future, definitely. But I mean, I'm hoping, for, you know, for the younger kids, for the younger generation, you know, guys like yourself, yeah, guys in our community, Alex, Jesus, and Mohammed, yeah. all those guys. Yeah, I see a promising idea yeah. there. I was offered the opportunity to participate and I denied it because um, I'm comfortable with where I'm at right now. And, you know, I already have a ton of joint damage. So gene therapy is not going to cure my joint damage. And, and that's the chronic pain that I go through is my biggest obstacle. It's, you know, I've got, as far as hemophilia goes, I, I manage it really well now. And so I, I know I mean, my older brother, Paul, he went through the liver transplant because he had severe hepatitis C and turned into cancer. So he's hemophilia free. But like you just said, the damage is still there. He still has the memories and the, th the, the memories of the hemophilia. You know, and you know, you and I both go through the damage. I mean, when I see your pictures and all that of you bodybuilding, it's like, you know, you inspire us because it's like, see, you can do it. It can be done. Yeah. You rip through the pain and you just muscle your way through it. And it's like, done. Yeah. Done. Um, yeah. I mean, it hurts, but you know, I've, I've got my own personal vision um, where I just really want to lead by example and I want to help the next generation just because I feel like I, I was missing that when I was younger and I was, I always wish that I would have had a mentor like that. And so now it's just my purpose to feel like I'm giving back with, through the adversity that, that I've gone through. The things you do show us, yes, it can be done. You know, seeing what you do and the others do. Yeah. Um, it's, it's living proof. Yes. We're able to do that. So you were told growing up, no, you can't, you can't play sports. You can't bodybuild. You can't do anything. So you were kind of ingrained with the mentality of like, it was, you were limited essentially. Well, to a point. Yeah. I mean, when they told me you can't do that, I'm like, watch me. Yeah. Don't watch me do this. I mean, I went and played football. I went and played hockey. I did baseball. I mean, yeah, I'm paying the price. Baseball yep. So we, we have the same arm there, huh? Look at that. Well, no, yours is left. Mine's right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd I was right hand, but I was always left arm dominant. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, when I was doing this stuff, it was like, you know, I really didn't care. The yeah. Fact that I was out there doing it, you know, telling people, you know, watch this, you know, getting a ring for baseball, getting stuff for, you know, getting awards in, in other sports it was like, I just, uh, uh, yeah, can do it, you know, yeah, tell me what I can and not cannot do. Now, now. It's like, you want to do this? Uh-uh. You know? Yeah. You, know, you want to go back and do, would you go back to sports? Not really. I did, I did my time. Yeah. You That's know? cool that you, you still challenge yourself to, to live a life of fulfillment. You know, you did the things well, that you, you wanted know, to do. I have my, you know, my, right now my, my, my focus is my wife, Mary, and my babies, you know, my, my mate, my lizards. Yeah. They gave me the general purpose and, 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 you know, and, they, they make, they, 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 uh, relax. Yeah. You know, if I want to do sports, I just got my PS4. There I go. Yeah. There you go. For you sure. Turn on the system and be done with it and be like, okay, I don't have to infuse now. Then it gets yeah. Type of thing, you know, and you know, when people ask me, especially in the group you created, Humanfully 100, which I love to death. I mean, those guys there are phenomenal. Yeah. They're outstanding. They are really good guys. I mean, matter of fact, a couple of us popped me up, you know, how are you feeling? And it's like, you know, it's, it's, you know, Muhammad said it best yourself. You got this brother. Yeah. I says, you know, I says, yeah, I do. You know, I've got a good network, you know, with you guys, my family here, you know, going through the surgery. It was like, I'm not pushing myself anymore. Like I used, to. yeah, I still get up and hop around the house, but yeah. I'm not ready. I mean, this is going to be a long process with this, with this fusion. So 19 surgeries you've had since you've been with Mary. Yes. And 26 years, 19 surgeries. 
Wow. I mean, talk talk about that a little bit. Like, why? Why so many? Well, let's see. Um, this here, having the plate put in my hand was my own stupidity. Um, <laughs> messing with my with another hemo friend and I, um, he irritated me, so I went to punch him, and he moved, and I jammed my knuckle. You know, didn't think okay. about placing my punch. I just wallowed up him, and next thing you know, I'm walking. Didn't know the hand was broken for, for, for weeks. Oh, wow. Looked, and I'm like, okay, this is not right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, then they, they turn around, they go, you know, you, you, you shattered your knuckle. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Now it's like, I look, I go, I, I sit there, I was like, okay. I look at the scars, you know, having this done, the elbow done 30 years, 30 plus years ago, um, where they did um, the removal of the radial head. Mm-hmm. They did a right. They did an ulnar nerve transposition where instead of the nerve running this way, it runs up. Mm. Now, because of the arm not being able to straighten, they took the vein and pushed it down. They did a vein graft. So it's really fun going to a hospital, and they're like, "You straighten, it, please." I'm like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, do it again." Yeah, like, you know, it doesn't go that straight. Now it's like, go ahead. Yeah. And having the ankles done. Um, Let's see, I've had, let's see, left ankle, I've had left ankle, recent invectives on the left ankle, two, two or three, then a fusion. Then the right one was done uh, with three screws put in it. Um, had a ulnar transition done on this arm because, you know, as you know, I, as we told, I told you and Chris, you know, we lost our house. So I, we were, in the you know, living in and out of hotels, thanks to the community, they stepped up and helped us out big time. Um, but it was still having to move everything. I didn't have a chance to with a day to the yard. Yeah. I had to go right in there. But they did that. And I'm paying the price for it now with damage. Really? You know, I, 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 if I tweak it a certain way, it's like, ooh. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure you understand this. Like, like, yeah. You know, you're like, you, you talk to yourself going, yeah today yeah i'm in i'm in a lot of pain with my left elbow every day i you know and my right ankle my right ankle is really bad so it's it's hard man it's hard pushing through the pain every single day it wears you still push through it don't you i do but it wears on you you know and so it's it gets tough it gets tough to you know make your make yourself in a good mood i love the videos you post the pictures you post of your daughter and music yeah that is just how i love it i mean it's like you know it's like you know you see her and she's like yeah you know she's awesome man (laughs) she's so awesome we live in florida that wanted to help infuse you know i had the needle stuck in me and they're taking the plunger and instead of going real slow they're like and i'm like yeah (laughs) you know they thought it was cool to my eyes roll back men's yeah (laughs) you know but you know the advancements that are made that we can do this now yeah you don't just sit somewhere and be you know you know i love going to a hospital especially here in michigan um so you know i mean this toe surgery was canceled twice in the, mm. the beginning the doc the hot the first it was the um anesthesiologist didn't want to feel comfortable mm. when we told when my wife told him Here's yeah what we do. bring the factor in do the cert, do the factor post op, and then get them in there. Oh, but it's illegal to bring it in. Say what? It's illegal to bring factor in? No, it's not. It was just they were scared. Yeah. Little hospital, you know, here, here, here in Jabroniville, it's like really. Yeah. Then the second time, the head of the department called uh, the doctor, scared the doctor out of his wits, hmm. to the point where he called my wife and said. You know, I don't feel comfortable doing this. Then why did you say you were going to do it in the beginning? Yeah. Why would you tell me that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had surgeries canceled in the past the day before. Well, our risk manager has stepped in and said we can't do this, and why not? Oh, it's too costly. It's too costly. It's too costly. Um, in 2010, hemophilia became the most expensive disease to treat, next to cancer. Hmm. I mean, we are. The, the chosen few that are, you know, our numbers are increasing thanks to, uh, you know, advancements. AIDS, HIV wiped out half our numbers. Yeah. Now we're yeah. thriving. We're out there. 
And, you know, when I met you and Chris and saw what you're doing, that's why I sent you that song. Yeah. By, pop, by, by Michigan band yeah. Pop Evil. Be legendary. Yeah, I put it in my playlist. I listened to it. I, when I was backstage, my last show, I was listening to it. So I appreciate you sending that to me. Well, I mean, it comes from the heart. I mean, it's like when I hear the song by Godsmack, When Legends Rise. Yeah. I think of you. Oh, really? You know, I mean, it's yeah. It's time for people like me who, who have done the sports to go, Yeah, Mr. Aguayo, here's the torch. Yeah. Follow through. You know, I appreciate it, man. Your support has been amazing since I started this journey. And, and the thing is, is I really need it. You know, it's, um, it's what really keeps me going. And if I didn't have that support, I would, I think I would have lost that fire. So I think people underestimate it sometimes, but we need each other. You know, we need yeah, to uplift we, each we, other. We, we are brothers. Yeah. From, you know, you know, it's like, you know, hemophilia has always been a family affair. What affects you affects the whole family. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure when you're not, when you're bleeding, at funeral, I'm sure your kids feel it. Cause you're like, yeah, you know, can we do this? And you're like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. And it hurts me. It bothers me. It's like, you know, when I see, you know, when I was active in the, when I was active in the committee, it was like seeing everybody. I mean, I ended up, my wife and I had stopped going because of all the BS, mm. you know, you can't do this. I'm like, what do you got? Yeah. You know, uh, matter of fact, I had an issue. <laughs> it's kind of amusing on, on one of the hemo sites where a guy was talking smack about me and running his mouth. And finally I went to um, the, the moderator. The minister, yeah. says, this is not cool, man. I'm not going to tolerate this. Yeah. People are like, you know, this guy is jumping on the base. You know, I'm not here to prove anything. You know, step up. All right. If you want to, you know, sit there and do this, fine. Yeah. You know, I'll just, yeah. I'll just do Dwayne Johnson and you go. Yeah. Man, I hate, I hate it when, because that happens to me on social media is, you know, it's been a lot less now, but you could post 10 amazing posts and, and that person won't say a word. And then all of a sudden, if you post one thing wrong and they catch you, they will jump all over that post and they'll make negative comments and they try to blast you. And it's just like, why sit there and wait? Like, I just understand why people feel like they have the time to comment something negative and to bring en negative energy into someone's life. Like, I don't do that. If I might have a negative thought, but I'm not going to waste my time giving someone negative energy, you know? And so I make it part of my life to just only comment positivity, only be the person who's going to lift someone up. Um, I just don't like, I mean, and, it, and there's, there is, there's a lot, there is quite a bit of bantering in our community at times. So there's quite a lot. There is, there's too much of it. I mean, sometimes you got to stick up for yourself for sure. So I'm going to, yes. sometimes you have to. I remember years ago when we used to go to the meetings and my wife would get part of the, you know, the one program. Yeah. You know, the woman's out. They spent more time talking about their Gucci handbag, yeah, or what kind of car they got, or who 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 they, who they want to sleep with, or who this is like. I'm like, really? Yeah. Where's where's the thought? Where's the logic there? Yeah. You know, and I mean, I got to the point where one group, one hemophilia group, asked me to stop coming. Wow. But yet, when my mother, God rest her soul, used to do pillows and poops, mm -hmm. used to make things. And don't into the, to the hemophilia chapter on the south floor. Okay, I have no love loss for that. Yeah, but I try. I, I, I've been, I'm going to be nice. And be, I'm going to be nice and not yeah. <laughs> you know, bad mouth and not just punch, punch, you know. Yeah. But then, yeah. When she passed, not one contacted me. I'm so sorry to hear about your loss. But yeah. She had no problem calling us when you're back to against the wall. Yeah. She needed. Yeah. Fundraising. Yeah, exactly. You know, and yeah. the group down here That's in sad. Michigan, or up here in Michigan, it's much different. You know, we went to a couple of meetings. I was like, wow. You know, they heard about, you know, they, you know, I told about myself and what I did. You know, um, you know, at least you did it. Yeah. Would you do it again? And I said, yeah, I would do it again, but I would do it differently. Yeah. I wouldn't go 
all balls to the wall and guns, you know, guns. Yeah. I'd be like, you know. Yeah. I mean, to become the first human failure when I was a teenager, to become three-time golden gloves, I'm like. Yeah. You know what? I wanted to talk about that. That was going to be something I wanted to talk about. That's pretty amazing. I enjoyed, I mean, I, I, I was fortunate and blessed to have a teacher that had a hemo, had a hemo child that died mm. when they, I mean, when they immigrated here from Russia. Oh, wow. Him and his, you know, he spent years in the gulag or Russian prison. Yeah. And got out, got married, and then living in Soviet Russia, his, you know, son got AIDS and, wow. you know, within time he died. Yeah. We found each other. It was God's will. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's like, you know, he always used to hate yelling. You know, I'm telling you to do this and you're doing this. Yeah. Why? It would be different, you know? Yeah. Being blessed to have 62 professional fights, losing one. That's you know, awesome. People look at me, you don't look like a fighter. Well, you know, you look like an idiot. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't complain about it, do I? <laughs> Guys, and for, and for those who don't know what gold, the Golden Gloves is, that's usually like the best of the best in your area. Like, um, I mean, those are, those are really good fighters. I actually, I've, I've, I went through a really hard phase in my life where I just – I didn't really want to live anymore. And I was like, you know what? But before I die, I'm going to, I'm going to box. I'm going to step in the ring. Exactly. Yeah, I wanna, and that's on your bucket list. Yeah. So I, I, I was 19 years old. I trained for a little over a year. And instead of being smart, like you said, I went balls to the wall. I, instead of being smart and just saying, you know what? <coughs> Let me do a, like a small exhibition match against someone with the same experience level. I could have, I should have done that. Instead, I said, Sign me up for the Golden Gloves of St. Louis. I want to fight the best. I don't, and I lasted one round. My, my nose got broken. I was bleeding everywhere. I never hit, my only claim to fame is I never hit the ground, but the ref stopped the fight because I was just bleeding out of my nose. And, you know, it's funny. You I regret know, that decision. You know, when you, you know, when I did it, it was back in the day where there was no weight divisions. Oh my gosh. You, you looked at the different number, you know, you know, if you were ranked here, you fought, you fought against this person here. Yeah. I would fight. I mean, my, my one fight I remember, and I remember this clearly because I, I, my, I just slapped my ass off. Yeah. My, 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 my trainer was like, you know, there was a female. And this was to see who was going to be number one and versus number two. Yeah. She was number one. I was number two. And I'm sitting, I'm like, I don't know. I said, you're crazy. I'm not going to hit her. So I'm saying, he's, she's in there hitting me. I'm like, and he goes, you going to sit there and bleed a while or are you going to move? Yeah. I'm like, I said, I said, sir, teacher, all the respect. I was like, boom, boom. I'm like, then I was, I'm like, you know what? Oh, boom. I just came out and started hitting them. Yeah. And, you know, they goes, that's what I want to see. I'm like, okay. So I, I did it. You know, when my time ended, you know, yeah. Having, you know, it broken, you know, 60 times. Wow. You know, sitting there, I was like, you know, I enjoyed it. And then I got into, you know, mixed martial arts, which really helped me here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because my teacher, again, taught me how to use this before using this. Yeah. Because he said, any fool can turn on, do this. Yeah. But you have to use your mind. Mm -hmm. And I just finished reading a book, which I strongly suggest for guys like you and all the community read called be like water my friend by bruce lee really okay all his teachings talking about the art of fighting without fighting yeah in other words you know fighting without having to draw your hand back yeah you know be, do, use this before you use this mm. i like that um i remember my trainer telling me you want to become great well, yeah, who doesn't want to come great? Mm -hmm. Well, first master these two steps. And he says, what is the easiest thing to do to somebody? I go, hurt them. He goes, exactly. He goes, when you master the second one, then you can say you're great. The second one is the hardest thing to do. And what is the second, what is, what is the second thing that's hardest to do to somebody? Heal. Heal? You could heal them here. You can heal them here, or I'm sorry, you can heal them. You can, you can, you know, go to a hospital and fix, but you can't heal their mind. Mm -hmm. the, the scar, the damage is already done. I mean, they, you know, 
they look at this as like, you know, they see the damage that's been inflicted by that person. You're like, you're like, why? Mm-hmm. This could have been simply avoided. Yeah. Um, you know, now it's like, I look at things in such a pers- in different perspective now. Yeah. I don't want to. I mean, yeah, that old me is still here. Mm-hmm. You know, rile yeah. me up. It's gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna, no, I get you it. Know, you know, like Stone Cold, I'm gonna open yeah. my hand. Um, yeah. I respect that. I totally understand what you mean by, you know, I mean, we, we all have these demons and they don't go away. You just put them back. You put them back. You keep them there. You learn to keep them there. But like, you know, like you said, they're there, but I think we get better it's at controlling like it. switch on inside of you. Mm-hmm. You put them back and then you're like, you know, there'd be a time to be nice. Time not to yeah. You know, how are you going to know the difference? Oh, trust me. You'll know. Yeah. You know, when it comes to my family, I will, you will raise the animal out of you know, yeah you kind of do the old you know uh things like ah, ah you're not it's not gonna happen yeah um i mean music has been the biggest help for me listening to various types of music yeah like, helps me relax it's like you know, when do you listen to when do you listen to music whenever i can and what you know most of the day I have really? my little speaker out and I plug it in here and it's like I plug in songs that I like. You know, when I when I hear a certain song I think of the community. Yeah. Okay? I mean when I hear Pop Evil, I think of you and I think of Chris and the others. It's like you know, I think the one song that really gets hard for me is a song by Godsmack called Under Your Scars. Hmm. About PTSD and mental 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 illness. Okay. And as you know, I think I told this to you, I was diagnosed two years ago with severe PTSD. Oh, wow. And uh, because of my mom. I mean, mm-hmm. growing up with a, with a parent that, you know, moved heaven and earth for you, hemophilia, but then going on a drunken range or beating was like, you know, my, you know, Mary and I were talking, I was like, why would they do this? Why would you go from being, you know, you know, advocating to this? Yeah. Inflicting pain. Um, you know, I guess growing up in South Philly and Jersey, it was like, that's where my wife and I, you know, we differ. She's from the Aussie, she's from the Cleaver family. I'm from, oh, I'm from the Archie Bunker side of the tracks, mm-hmm. you know? And, but I've learned to look at things differently now. From yeah. Different perspective. Someone you know. irritates me is like, whatever. Yeah. You know, if I offended you, oh, I'm sorry. You know, my opinion offended you. Which yeah. I really tell you what's on my mind. Um, so, so give us give us younger blood brothers some relationship advice. How do we keep a good relationship? What's the secret? Open ears and closed mouth, number one. Okay. Listen. Okay. For the younger groups out there, um, I mean, I'm not including Chris because Chris has got enough gray hair. He's got enough stress to deal with. So yeah, he's already lost all of his hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Communication is the most important thing. You know, I am one to bottle things up. Yeah. But I'm slowly learning how to, like, you know, say, hey, you're really pissing me off. Back on. Yeah. Um, communication is vital for you guys. Um, you know, let them, you know, let your spouse or your significant other, your partner, become active with your hemophilia. Mm, okay. I'm so thankful to have Mary with me. Yeah. My quote unquote pit bull. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, 26 years with me. I mean, a month after we were dating, she, she infused me for the first time. Wow. Just watch me. She goes, oh, okay. Nice. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to die now. Yeah. I'm already, I'm going to, I'm going to meet Jesus. <laughs> no, she did it. Yeah. I mean, now she goes, she goes right back here. Her favorite though, is the bicep. I mean, these are my 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 emergency contacts. Okay. When she and I met, I mean, when I see you, it's like I'm like, oh, yes, nice. <laughs> I see you doing this, but I mean, my veins when I when she and I first met were black were blacker than tar. Oh, yeah. Like you're like matter of fact, like your shirt. I'm yeah. Confusing myself. And you know, 
my other advice to, to, the, to the hemos is prophylaxis. Now, mind you, I'm glad they should not hear. She, she's <laughs> the biggest hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's important to do your profile. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten better at it since she, we, we moved down here. And, you know, my brother and sister-in-law are like, you, did you infuse today? Yeah. And they're like, I'm yeah. Like, I, I've been busy doing one. Um, yeah. I'll think of something. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was re busy reading, reading this pill box here. I want to read the ingredients. Type of yeah. Thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I know how that is. You know, but listening, communicating. Yeah. And being there. Yeah. And getting, getting her involved in your, in your life and, you know, your hemophilia. So that's good. Um, I mean, I told her, you know, when we first, when we first started dating, you know, I got hemophilia. I'm not going to be able to work, et cetera. Her words to me were, okay, and so, you know, who, you know, so for years, she was always a breadwinner. Yeah. Doing things. And then when I finally said social security, was like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, I worked in the past, you know, which was, I worked my favorite job when I was younger. I worked in the morgue. Oh, okay. That was fun. That was fun. Oh, wow. Because it opened my eyes. Yeah. I see in many cases of death. Wow. But yeah, it was, it was like, you know, you, you know, you hear things. It's like, you know, you're like, eh. what's yeah. that? It's just, it's just Charlie back there. <laughs> He's still talking. Um, but I worked, I ended up getting a job of security while we were married. And I loved it. Yeah. Until the, until the end, where I had a nonstop 10 hour walking post back and forth, which did yeah. a lot of damage to my foot. Okay. Um, so, as far as work now, like, do you feel like your body is in a position where you just can't work anymore? Like, I can't work at all now. Not, with, not since having this ankle done. Yeah. Um, I mean, several years ago, I had torn my quad, my right quad off the bone. And instead of going to the hemophilia community, I went outside. And yeah. had, that, had them fix it or Jerry rig it, so to speak. Yeah. Now it's like I tweak it a certain way. It's like, mm -hmm. ooh, it lets me know. So um, you're on disability then. Yeah. Um, can, can I ask you how that process was? Because I know I, a lot of people in our community, they want to know um, if we can get accepted for disability and, and what's that like? Because I hear a lot of people get denied. I was denied three times. Hmm. The third time, I ended up going through a group here, which... I strongly urge all of you, all of the hemos to do is called Access. Uh, they're through the hemophilia community. That's all they do. So uh, SSI and SSDI claims. Okay. Um, What's that resource? What did you say? It's called, it's called Access. A-C-C-E-S-S. -S. Okay. Uh, I forget. I think they're out of Tampa. But the attorney I spoke to, uh, Terry Stolitovich, he was phenomenal. I mean, he... He they he put they they pushed and grinded and got the information they needed. Where, you know, other attorneys are like, well, you know, we're looking at this and we don't know. Yeah. Are you even looking at the paperwork from my yeah. records years ago? Yeah. Um, it is a long process, but it is worth it. Okay. Um, there was many times in my life where I was scared. I was scared that I could no longer work. Um, I couldn't hardly get out of bed for months. And I tried to file for disability and I couldn't, I, I got denied. Um, and then, and then I found motivation to keep on fighting um, and pushing myself. So it's, uh, it's definitely something that's on, on my mind because I'm, I don't know how much longer my body has to keep on fighting and pushing. And, it, and I'm scared. I, li I live scared. Um, you know what, you know what, Louise, there's nothing wrong with being afraid. I mean, yeah. I was afraid for the longest time. I mean, I was told many years ago I would never see 21. Yeah. Back in the day it was, you know, and here I am now, 57 years old, going, going, told yeah. you so. Yeah. Um, you know, with things the way, the way things have changed over the years, you know, again, I can't reiterate it. You guys have to be easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we look, I look at myself as like, you know, I think myself it's like I shake my going. You know, I look up to the sky going. Yeah. I'm still I'm still here, yeah. I'm still kicking. Yeah. You know, but 
I really strongly urge you guys to contact Access. Okay. And get them, you know, have them help you with your your claims. Um, I mean, if you know, even though you're in St. Louis, they may find you an attorney. Or yeah. matter of fact, Terry, we were living in Texas. He was calling me up. You know, here's what was going on. Then when we moved here to Michigan almost three years ago, <coughs> I think it was the first year I was here. He called me. Guess what? We won. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? wow. Um, it's amazing. Mary gets it. My son John gets it, and I get it. And it's like, you know, try to go for both. They may deny you for one, but you may get the other, or vice yeah. versa. Um, but you won't know until you try. Yeah. You know, and, you know, when these other guys ask me questions about, you know, what, like you, like you, like, like you just said, what was what, like for me? Mm -hmm. I'm like, dear boy, you don't want to know. Yeah. I mean, I can't look at things which irritates my wife is in a serious note. Everything's a joke. Yeah. You know, you know, going to a hospital, you know, it's like, you know, you know, how does this feel? Why don't you come closer and let me show you how it feels? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, doing that, it was the easiest thing to do. Yeah. You know, when I see guys like yourself and talking to you guys, it's like, mm -hmm. I feel good. It's like, like I said, my wife would say, and you practice what you preach. I'd be the first to say that. No, but I'm yeah. more, it's a learning process. Yeah. You know, I'm not getting any younger here. You know, the world's evolving. Um, I mean, the one thing I did find out, which I'm not too sure about, was several of my doctors told me about the COVID vaccine. Don't take it. Really? Don't need this. Really? Because there's contraindications with clotting factor. Wow. Now, I've been hearing the post from people in the community taking it. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I told my wife, the only needles touching my skin is my fact. Yeah. It. Yeah. I've had enough. I've had enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get it. You know, do I see a change coming? I mean, I just read an article that Biden wants to lift the mandate for masks. But the CDC said, don't do it. You're yeah. making a grave mistake in the word gravers in quotation. Yeah. I think it's a mistake. Yeah. You know, yes. You know, America wants to get back on its feet. Mm -hmm. We're not ready. Yeah. We're not ready. Yeah. You know, I got a question. Have, you know, throughout your time in the bleeding disorder community, have you lost any blood brothers? Quite a few. Quite a few? Really? I, you know, one of my good friends, George Phillips, Aubrey Motts, Art Zerby, um, Calvin Dawson. <laughs> Calvin Dawson and Art Zerby were very big in my life. Um, they helped me quit drinking. Or I'm sorry, maybe rephrase. They opened my eyes. Yeah. Um, I mean, Calvin, who was the sweetest man in the world, grabbed you know, grabbed me by the shirt, saying, "I know you guys used to go to your boy. I know you can whoop my ass, but I'm gonna tell you something right now. Mm -hmm. Cut it out." Yeah. Because my eyes were constantly yellowing. Yeah. Being called jaundice man, it was like I'm like you know, it's like you know, yeah, I, yeah. Go ahead, and then she made me make the choice. She said to me, she goes, you know, when we were dating, because being raised from an alcoholic mother and getting beat constantly, I was turning into that. Yeah. And my wife says to me, goes, I'm making you choose, me or the bottle. Wow. Where, where, look where I'm at now. Yeah. Yeah, I have a beer here and there. Yeah. My FC, thanks to Harvoni, is not, yeah, you know, it's, it's still there. Yeah. But when they say it's a cure, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. It just makes it dormant. Yeah, yeah. But that's one thing that really scares me as well because I'm, you know, I I got hepatitis C. I went through the interferon injections, and it's under control now. But they, when I got it done, they said my liver was pretty far along in the uh, you know stage of cirrhosis, and so now for me, it's hard to, it's hard for me to plan for the future. Um, I've, I, like I said, I live very scared. I live almost like I don't think that I'm going to live that long. 
And it's really hard. So it's, it's hard sometimes because that's just how I live my life. I don't know. I, I take every, I live every day to the fullest. And for some reason, I just think that, you know, my, that's going to catch up to me later, the liver, the liver issues and stuff like that. And so I see where you are as far as your liver is concerned. They told me I was in stage two, three. Really? They told me I was on the final stage of cirrhosis. Really? Yeah. Whenever they did, they, when I went to the hospital, they said, you're on the final stage of cirrhosis. And I had zero idea what that meant. And so I was just like, okay, cool. I went home and they were like, well, first of all, you're going to, we need to get on interferon and you're going to do it ASAP. And so I was like, okay. So I went home and I just started researching everything I could about it. And it was all horrible. I, I cried for two weeks straight, just being like, my life's over. Like this, I'm, this is it for me. I'm done. And this was seven years ago. And that's when I made the decision to, to pick up bodybuilding and start trying to become a different person that I've always wanted to be and kind of start rewriting my story. Um, but that was my rock bottom moment where I was just like, I don't like who I am. My life sucks. I've got final stage of liver cirrhosis. What am I going to do with my life? And now you said you were on the Pegasus. Was it was it the, was it the shots or the pills or, or the shots? It was the shots. I did an inject, injection. I forgot with my stomach. I forgot where it was. Maybe my stomach. Um, but yeah, it was once a week. I, once a week shots. I did the Pegasus program um, when Mary and I were first, um, you know, in the beginning before John. I think John wasn't even born yet. John, was, an John was still a top baby. And it was five pills a day and a shot a week. Um, It damn near almost killed me. I lost Mm. 25 pounds in the first two weeks. Makes you so sick. It does. And, you know, we went to, I went to my doctor in in, 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 uh, in Florida and he's like, okay, let's take you off it for a week. Louise, two days, the the, the first day without it, I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm eating. Yeah. But. The problem was when I restarted the program, the effects reversed itself. Now, I'm going to make a suggestion to you. Yeah. Um, You get your liver, you you know, you get checked and all that for your FC. I haven't checked on it since they told me that day that I, that it was out of my system now, that my, my, that I was clear. And after that day, I was like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. Like I was like, it's my rebel mindset. You know, I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of going to the doctor. I'm tired of living my life based off these results. And I was like, I don't even care. I'm just going to live my life and whatever happens happens. And that's my stubborn mindset right now. But how did they determine where what stage you were? I mean, what test, what kind of tests they do to check for your liver? Like a liver biopsy. They did like, yeah, they went, they did mine transjugular. Ooh, they were afraid okay. to go to the liver because they, so they went here. Yeah. They said, you know, you're in stage two, three. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, so be it. Um, wasn't having any problems. And then when my, my doctor mentioned Harboni, mm-hmm. I spoke that. I did the, I think it was eight or 12 weeks of the pills and it helped. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, do not ever think the hep C is totally gone from me. It's yeah. Not, it's still yeah. there. Um, I feel that, you know, even now, I mean, I know what I'm putting my body through with all the medication I'm taking, yeah. pain pills and yeah. you know, high blood pressure pills. I mean, your liver's a garbage can. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. But it's like, I find myself talking. I mean, in the beginning it was, out. you know, Bill Cosby once said, we have a little man us and I mm-hmm. would feel it when I was out partying, I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah. I feel like I'm, 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 like I'm sweating you know, profusely, but it's like nothing there. Yeah. It was just the liver, you know, saying, yeah. uh-uh. Yeah. Now it's like, you know, have a couple of beer, have a beer here and there. Or, yeah. You know, if I'm sitting here, have a, you know, an adult, an, an adult beverage. Uh-huh. Okay, just, I mean, I don't think my body could handle it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, my only, I mean, living here, the one thing that's really helped to me in Michigan is medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you know, that was one of my questions was, you know, you've obviously dealt with a lot of pain and a lot of the guys growing up today, they, some of them are going through quite a bit of pain too. Some of them are still getting bleeds. What are your best, your best methods for coping with pain? Um, well, if I don't want to take pain, because I, 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 I get, I get the little, my little bowl out, take, take, you know, of the, of the recreational, which is either, um, a lot of guys are doing that. Yeah. 
but here's the thing. I've been told by several people, several doctors, to stay away from CBD. Hmm. The oil or the uh, cream. Because it's not really? And I'm like, well, I mean, the majority of the stuff is not FDA approved to start with. Yeah. Um, but the medical marijuana or, or recreational that I get helps me. Because it's like, you know, especially at night, take a hit of my, I take one or two hits of my pipe and it's like, yeah. Especially now with the ankle. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going on day three. No, not taking pain medicine. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, what were you taking? What have you been taking? I was taking synthetic morphine. Oh, okay. Ox oxycodone. That's okay. all I can take because of the liver. I mean, yeah. try to avoid anything acetaminophen, which is hard. Because 90% of your stuff has Tylenol in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, ibuprofen, NSAIDs are major no-nos to all of us. Yeah. I mean, that's why I got the bleeding in the arm. I mean, I was popping ibuprofen and <coughs> going back out there playing. It's like, and I don't care. It's like, you know, I can do this, you know, you know, yeah. I didn't care. Now I care. It's like, okay, you know, I want to have a long future with my wife. You know, 26 years of putting up with my BS, that's, that's a record for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's I mean, really good. That's very impressive. I mean, you know, um, I'm like, again, I'm so grateful to you guys, what you, the, the, the groups you created, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't have to sit there and prove myself or, yeah. you know, protect myself because I know, you know, nobody's going to badmouth anybody there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right. People are very active there, which is nice. Um, you know, I mean, there's times where it's like, you know, I get popped up by a few, you know, privately, you know, Hey Josh, you know, just want to make sure you're okay. We haven't seen you on the boot and on the site. Yeah. It's been going on. Yeah. You know, dealing with the, with the ankle or, yeah. you know, about our son and it's like, mm -hmm. and they're like, Oh, you know, so we're here for you. I mean, yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to when this virus breaks and I can go meet mm -hmm. yep. Muhammad, who's only, only four, 30 minutes down the road. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to having you and Chris come down. Yeah, again. me too. Before. And that's, you know, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I wear your shirt all the time. Yeah. You can do, I can do bleeding. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I mean, you know, yeah. you know, you on the front and people are like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Whatever you can do, I can do bleeding, you know, in pain, but you know what? I'm still going to do it. Yeah. You know, I sit there, absolutely. I do like you doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you kind of do the old Hulk Hogan. It's like, yeah. like, you know, um, but, you know, I want the younger kids to learn to know, you know, and especially the parents. Mm -hmm. This goes to the parents. Yeah. Let your kid be a kid. Okay. Let them try something. But here's the deal. And this is something that's very vital. And this is something that I learned with the Wyatt Advisory Board is the contract. Remember the old contract they did with mothers against drunk driving? Mm. You know, I will pick you up at whatever, wherever, wherever the case may be. Yeah. No questions asked. You know, we did something similar with hemophilia. That if say your son wants to, he wants to do sports, mm has -hmm. hemophilia. Make the contract. What's your son's name? Mm -hmm. You know, put your son's name on there. You know, I, you know, Luis Jr. agreed to do, you know, <coughs> want to do sport, but here's, Here's the condition. Yeah. I will infuse before and after said event. Mm -hmm. If I do not do as instructed, the contract is null and void. I love it. And I love that. When when Carl, you know, I don't know if you know Carl Wexler or Wayne Cook. Yeah, both. Um, yeah. We sat on the advisory board. I was with them for seven years, and mm -hmm. you know, when we came, when we thought about this, it's like they're like, I like this, and it's working. Some are, some, are, some are doing what they're told. Others are like, you know, you still have, there's still that handful out here. They're like, you and I, rebellious going, yeah. Doctors tell me, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they're going, ah. yeah. I told you so. Yeah. You know, type of thing. Um, I mean, one of the things my wife wants to do, and she's been dying to get me in front of a microphone mm -hmm. because to do stand up comedy. Yeah. Um, because I do every, I, I use every day at this. I can do voices, mm -hmm. you know, I can, I can kind of mimic people. Yeah. Um, 
one of the things that I did, which I might do, I might try it out in the Hema 100. Yeah. Is a redneck hemophilia pharmacy. Oh, yeah. Um, we, I did it before where it was just a play on words. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have ad day, you, you know, ad day, which is, yeah. you know, yeah. factor eight. Yeah. Ours was ad baked. A D B A I T. Well, yeah. I got some mad bad here. I got you got hema what? What's it? Hemophilia? What the hell is that? <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm a bleeder. I bleed. You what? Which I love. I love yeah. people. You're bleeding, and they're going where? Yeah. Where it's like. He's a heckler. I'll tell you what. Stick your head out that little window farther, closer, closer. Yes. Do you see this? Mm-hmm. I don't see nothing there. But, <laughs> you know, um, I even had a. Non emo ask, what does it feel like? Well, my recommendation when somebody asks you, what does it feel like when you're bleeding? Mm-hmm. Very simple. Imagine your wife or your girlfriend on their period. Yeah. The bleeding, the bloating, the pressure. Take that. Magnify, amplify that a thousand times inside of a robot. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And they're like, Wow, <laughs> you know there's you know just because you see the yeah. points out here, it hurts, man. It hurts. It don't mean squat. I mean, yeah. especially the beginning of it when you feel that numbness. It's like and you're like, and then when it's just pulsating and throbbing all night long, and you just can't sleep because it's just constant pain. You're sitting there, you're trying to do everything you can. To get uh, you're like, yeah, that's why I'm with the ankle. I mean, um, I mean, not being able to sleep properly because I can't. You know, it's like I take a pain pill. You only you only good for a couple hours in your system. You're like, yeah. Then you're like, you know, you sit there and like, ah. I mean, now it's not as bad. Like, is it my third night without it? Yeah. It's just right now, what I hate most is having the cast on, mm-hmm. which I get taken off tomorrow, and it's yeah. like, in the the itchiness. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're sitting there like trying to find something stick in the cast. I mean, yeah. When I when I had my ankles done, I used to take cold hangers. And just, she, yeah. She'd be like, she give it to me. I'm like, because she was afraid I was gonna reach my, like, grab my staples. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Um, you know, we are, we as hemophiliacs, we are our own worst patients. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, doctors. You know, are you are you doing are you doing rest ice compression? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, they're you are <laughs> going. You're like, well, I'm doing the elevation. You know, mm-hmm. the rest thing and keeping it up. Yeah, I was never one to use ice. Yeah, um, but keeping it up, yeah. I mean, how, okay, how are you going to protect your arm? You're going to you're going to walk around doing it. People going, yeah, you? you know, type of thing. You know, um, you know. By the way, I got to tell you um, before I forget. I'm so sorry about your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm so sorry. Oh man, that was that was a sad day. That was sad. But see, got to bring up back on this. Tom Brady becoming the GOAT. You got to you gotta be excited and happy for him. That was pretty nice. I mean, that's pretty amazing. It was nice. But you, want, you, want, you want to make him the GOAT? Send his ass here to Detroit. We need a, we need a quarterback. Yeah, we let's see what you can do with that. Um, yeah. I mean, I was glad to see. I mean, I was rooting for Mahomes, but yeah. he wasn't himself. Yeah. You know, Brady was just too good. Yeah, that team. That team was that team. What they had a lot of positive momentum going into that game, and they just they rode that hard. I mean, Tampa Bay is a decent team. I mean, I stick to I'll stick to my hockey. Yeah, I'll stick to my I'll stick to my soap opera called wrestling. It's like yeah, you know. Um, I mean, I take in my games. I've immortalized guys like you, like Chris, other people in the game. My you know the community. I have I I put them in my game. I mean, yeah. Right now, you, me, and Chris, you and Chris are the tag team champions. <laughs> I have to have the bigger, the bigger prize here. I gotta have the bigger trophy. But, oh yeah. Um, but I enjoyed. I mean, it's like that's funny. It's you know, I know that it's not. I, I know it's a game. So it's mm. like, okay, you know. So I hit you in here with a chair. You know, he's, <laughs> you know, if he dies, you know, in the in the words of Ivan Drago, if he dies. He does. <laughs> exactly. But you know, we have to look out for each other. We have yeah. each other. Yeah. And you know, 
again, your last question about what do you have advice for us? Yeah. Relationships. Yeah. This is important. Yeah. Do this. Do this more. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you, uh, oh, was her in Kara? Yeah. Your girlfriend? Yeah. yeah. My ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. No. You oh, it, oh, what a waste. Well, you know, you're young. You're, you're a young buck still. Yeah. She broke up with me, man. So <laughs> you want, you know, for a small fee, I can go have a talk with her, you know, send my boys over there and have a you know, chat with her. <laughs> I need to come out of retirement anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've been watching your other podcast. On yeah. The, yeah. What you're doing. Louise is phenomenal. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. And I'm so glad that you took some time out of your day to join this podcast today. I mean, we're right at an hour. We're right at an hour. And that's where I like to, to keep my podcast. So, man, thank you so much. I think you offered so much wisdom and advice. And I really think people are going to enjoy this episode. This, to me, was epic. Yeah. A veteran and a legend. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was awesome. You said a lot of really helpful things, and I think there's going to be so much to take away. Just remember, I am the legend killer. (laughs) (laughs) I remember. I want, I really hope that we can get together someday. Yeah, we will. Once COVID's done, we'll get back together. I don't think it's going to go down, but I think things are somewhat relaxing. I don't know how bad it is over where you are, but the numbers have tripled. Yeah. Um, yeah. But any advice I have, you know, please, I want to share. It. All right. You know, yeah. And I'm gonna put your I'm gonna put your Instagram handle. So if anybody um, wants to follow up with you, then they can reach out to you and um, contact you through Instagram or. or How many people have have been watching your podcast? Yeah, you know, I've been getting an average of like 120 views or so per episode so far. Um, But the amazing thing that I've seen so far is that every episode I posted, I've had somebody message me. One person messaged me and said, you know, I clicked on there not thinking anything of it. And within 10 minutes, I was crying. Like, because everyone's story resonates with someone different you know my story is going to resonate with a certain amount of people but then someone else's story is going to hit home with someone else and i've been getting those messages and that's what makes this worth it for me is that people are really you know seeing the value and and they're connecting with people and they need to see that you know we're out there we're not you know we're no longer numbers we exist we're not statistics yeah um that you know Guys like myself, the Carl Wexler, the Wayne Cooks, the older generation, we want to be there Yeah. for the next generation. And, I mean, I get messages a lot, you know, uh, hey, Josh, you know, I know you like to watch TV. What do you suggest? You know, it's like, or what game do you play? Or, yeah. I mean, I'm constantly messaging Chris on the game. But mm-hmm. I forget that he's got kids that play. <laughs> he never yeah. sees the message until so he's like, oh, dude, you know, my kids never told me you messaged him like, yeah, I go. Do you, do you know what a gun is? <laughs> you know, you know, you know. But uh, this to me, I was very humble and honored when you asked. Me. Yeah, and well, I thank want you. to be. I want to be able to help you. You know, take whatever I get. You know, knowledge from this. You know, next one say, well, you know, brother, this is this is our playbook, and like you know, when when you and I are both dead and gone. The next generation, this is going to stay on YouTube. And when people type in hemophilia or what, and they see these videos, they're going to have an opportunity to um, hear our stories. And I think that that's important. Exactly. Is, we want, you know, we want, we want the, we want our legacy. We want legacies to carry on. Yeah. It's all about being, you know, having a legacy and, you know, sharing information that I have to give to you yeah. or the Alice, the Alice Francis or the Mohammeds or whoever out there. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's some things I don't agree with, but it's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's your choice. If that's your opinion, fine. You know, I, 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 I admire that. I value, you know. Yeah. Am I going to do it? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I put gene therapy. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Not for me. You know, yeah. um, I've had hemophilia 57 years. Yeah. It's going to go with me to the grave, just yep. like you. Yep. You know, yep. and you, my friend, 
keep being legendary. Keep thank you, brother. Those arms. Thank you, brother. And love the new artwork. I love the new artwork. By the way. Oh yeah, I've got all this new artwork here. So I'm, you know, wait. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get mine here. I'm gonna get across. I'm having. I'm gonna have it enlarged. Yeah, I've got. Um, I've got all these up here, and got the one on my neck now. So it's. Did that hurt? Um. No. <laughs> You know us. We get we can handle pain, bro. We I don't, no big deal. No, that's a, that's a cross, right? That's a cross. It says faith. Yeah, it says faith in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter's middle name is Faith, so I I liked it. You gonna get it here done too? No, 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 no. Nothing I'm, here. I'm, uh, no. I mean, my younger brother, um, who uh, lives in, lives over in Florida, just got my mother's tattoo, right here. Okay. In, him, in her memory. Yeah. I'd like to do the same thing down the road, but um. Yeah. Like, like I don't, you know, I'll stick to here. Yeah. Um, I mean, my goal was to have one here, mm -hmm. in my back, but I'm like, you know, when I hear, when I see this, us, it's like, mm, no, I'll then it just. Yeah. You know, you came along, it's like, I can do this. <laughs> take a couple. <laughs> exactly. Where you going to be done with it? Louisa, it was a pleasure. It was my pleasure as well, sir. Thank you very much. You have a good rest of your day. And um, this video will be up by the, by the evening for everyone to watch. You stay cool, my friend. You too, brother. I'll see you.